We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 351. I am so excited to have our guest on today because it is a product that I've been using for a couple months now, and I thought that she deserved an entire episode because there is such an unbelievable element to these items. These are completely waterproof breeches, which are just amazing. Our guest is the founder of Whether or Not Equestrian, which is a brand dedicated to helping riders stay clean and dry in all conditions. She's a lifelong equestrian, and she's turning her experience into a business, all while branding life with horses. So without further ado, please welcome our guest today, Rachel Barker. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Bethany. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here with you today. Yeah, well, I am so excited to talk about whether or not equestrian for anyone listening who follows me on my equestrian style knows that I've been riding in them for the past few months and are I'm just like so obsessed with them. Um, obviously, the biggest part being how how great they are in the weather, um, especially around, um, you know, obviously rain, but even just like in the wash rack in the summertime, giving your horse a bath, like being waterproof is just so genius for our sport. So thank you right off the bat for, for starting whether or not equestrian, but I wanted to rewind a little bit and tell me how you first got started in the equestrian industry. So I started riding when I was four. Um, I have an older sister who's about 10 years older than myself. And my mom and her started taking lessons. And of course I was like, um, this looks like fun. You guys are doing it. I want to do it. So I jumped on the bandwagon. Um, I rode, I've never stopped, but I caught the bug and I just, you know, it's, it's who I am. Um, I rode, I lived in Connecticut until I was 10 and I rode with country lane farm, the shouters. And then I came to Pennsylvania. My sister was sort of a local trainer in the area we live on a farm, still live on a different part of the same farm. And I rode with her a little bit. I rode with other people. And then when I was in high school, I got the opportunity to start riding with Louise Serio of Derby Down. And that was life-changing, of course. Um, We had an amazing relationship. I think I rode with her for like 15 years. And then I went back, like, you know, it's home. It's second home to me. So She's like my surrogate mother and uh, she stuck with me. (laughs) That's so cool. Obviously, now you can add entrepreneur to your list of titles kind of within the equestrian space. But what does your relationship look like with horses right now? So right now, it looks like my three retired show horses and a miniature pony that live Cute. with me. <laughs> it was supposed to be a companion, but his companion is unfortunately no longer here. So he is just a spoiled show like many. Yeah. Um, but they live with us. I have help at home because there's only so many hours in the day. Um, but I take care of them many days and you know I do night check most nights. And my kid will come out 
he's one, almost two, um, grab his mini pitchfork and his mini wheelbarrow and <laughs> try to start cleaning stalls. It's a little bad for my OCD. Oh, but cute. Yeah. Do a thing. <laughs> Not actually cleaning, but that's okay. Um, uh, but it's fun. It's They're so ingrained in my life that I'm so lucky to be able to keep them and to care for them and you know, just know them so well at this point in their life. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, well, tell me how you first started Whether or Not Equestrian. Like, where did the idea come from? How did you kind of take it to idea, as maybe many of us have, and turn it into a business? Oh, it was such a winding road. So I was in Saratoga years ago, like early 2000s, showing in the Amateur Hunters. I had a really special horse named Dream Date. And uh, he was a great mutter, so it was fine. But it was nasty. And me and one of my best friends that I used to show against were in the warm-up ring. We're looking at each other like, literally, this is gross. You know, like, I feel like I'm riding in a dirty diaper. Like, ew. And it took years. I I didn't know anything about garment construction. I didn't know how to sew. Like, I knew nothing. I didn't even know what a pattern was. Um, my parents were both in the retail industry growing up and I tried to kind of do it with my dad and go down, you know, like his connections and it, it just wasn't serving me. So I actually went to an 18 month, like accelerated developing designer program in Philadelphia Hmm. so that I could learn all the things, right. Give myself all the tools. I made a collection of dresses, which is funny because it has nothing to do with riding. Wow. Um, for my graduating collection. And it was supposed to go to Philadelphia Fashion Week, but you know, pandemic. So I was like, all right, I'm on to the next thing. I can't, you know, I don't want to wait. But they're really pretty dresses. <laughs> we got really good pictures with them. And through that process, I really learned, you know, how how you take it from an idea to manufacturing abroad to all of the all of the steps and how to be an effective leader and, you know, the business of the fashion industry and all that, which was instrumental in in actually getting it to fruition. Tell me a little bit about your breeches, because they are some of my favorites now. Um, how the heck I, I feel like people think that I am doing some kind of like Photoshop sorcery that they are actually <laughs> what like the water literally runs off of the breeches. So give us the behind the scenes rundown. Like how does that happen? Yeah. So no smoke and mirrors. Um, it's just technology. Uh, fabric has become so advanced in the last 10 years. It's they're treated. But what's really cool is it's treated by all primary renewable resources. Right. So you're not putting chemicals on your body. Um, it's nothing harmful. It's all resources that are found in nature, which is really cool. But they're they're great for the water. They're also really good for I'm, I feel like I'm an exceptionally sweaty person, which is mm-hmm. nasty. Um, but they're really good for sweat, too, you know, from the inside out. I always yeah. get that question. Well, aren't they going to be so hot? They're not going to breathe. No, they, I promise they breathe. Cause like, I would not be able to wear them if they yeah. didn't, but they are, they're super comfortable. I feel like they're great for my mom bod. And I get that from a lot of people. They, they just fit so well. They look so yeah. good. The, the cut of them. I feel like they, they are super flattering, have like a, the perfect thickness of waistband, you know, when it's like too thin, I feel like you get, it gets kind of like bungee or like muffin toppy and like too thick or too high. And it's like suffocating a little bit. So I feel like it's like the perfect spot that it falls along. 
Yeah, like you don't want to feel like you're putting sausage casing on, right? Right, <laughs> right. Not ideal. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about what it's been like having and building a business in the equestrian industry, having, you know, such a small niche as your target audience, but also being within the industry as an equestrian yourself. What has it been like? It's been fun. I mean, you know, I think any anything you do in entrepreneurship has its ups and downs and you definitely follow that roller coaster of like, this is awesome. Oh my God, why did I do this? Um, which I think is normal, but it's been great. It's been really fun to come back to the world that I love so much, the sport that I love. Um, I'm so passionate about it and I always have been. So to kind of be able to hit it from a different side is fun. Like these are made by an actual person who rides who loves horses who cleans stalls who you know I do it all yeah um it's been really fun and it's so fun to meet I've met so many new people reconnect with so many people from my past um you know I feel it is obviously a really small niche but I feel so supported by the equestrian community both people right. that knew me back when I was showing competitively and people that maybe don't or maybe like my story or know that like I'm a real person. And I say that all the time. Like if you do business with me, you're literally dealing with me. You know, you're not dealing with a boardroom full of people. It's it's me and probably my kid like throwing things around in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. I, and I just love I am so for people who recognize a hole in the industry and then take it upon themselves to fill it. And I feel like you have, you know, really done that with, with your pieces. I know one of the founding principles of whether or not is helping people appreciate the rainy days of riding, which is kind of full circle because that's really what came down to you looking into finding a waterproof or creating waterproof breaches was being at a horse show and being miserable. I think we've all been there, whether you're at the barn or at a show and, you know, quite literally the show must go on, but you are literally soaked to the bone and need to keep functioning and it's miserable. There's also yeah. sort of like a safety aspect. I mean, we don't, mm. we don't talk about safety, but it's a dangerous sport. You need to be able to grip. You need to be able to give your horse the proper cues, whether it's raining or it's 200 degrees outside. So you have to feel comfortable and confident in your clothes and your technical gear that you're going to be able to accomplish the task at hand. I am so excited to talk about this brand. They are brand new and they have nano CBD products for cats, dogs, horses, but also for us equestrians. The CEO started really with having chronic back pain and was trying to find ways to relieve that and still be able to ride and feel good in the saddle. As you may or may not know, CBD can really help with pain, inflammation, anxiety, and stress, which I would say at times all of us have. So these products are really, really incredible. You can get a sample kit, which really gives the, the full spectrum of products, which I really like. I've been through two now. And the sample box includes the Relief Muscle and Joint Gel, which is like a roll-on gel, and it has a thousand milligrams of CBD per ounce. 
but what I really love are their Riders Relief Vegan Gummies. It's like a 30 count pack and you, you know, can decide up to 25 milligrams to 50 milligrams and um, really just as a, as a good way with less calories and less sugar, but a good amount of CBD. Um, they also have dog treats and more muscle and joint relief. So they really do have some incredible products that are specifically catered to horses, dogs, cats, but also equestrians um, with the owner, Emily, being an equestrian herself. So I really, really highly recommend this product. It is Rider's Relief. So for more information, they are just launching and really took the time to launch um, to really come out with some clean and really effective products. So for more information, visit their website at ridersrelief.com. That's R-I-D-E-R-S Relief. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a really great point. I didn't even think about that, but that, that definitely, I mean, there's so, especially like on a day where it's just pouring all day, you really, you, your mind does kind of shift into survival mode. Like it kind of has to, because it's a different type of riding when you're dealing with, you know, different footing and puddles and, and the weather and, and all of that stuff. So yeah, definitely one less thing to have to worry about is always helpful. Yeah. What would you say has been one of the biggest challenges taking something, creating something like breaches, which are, you know, there's, there's no shortness of, uh, of companies that, create breaches and some, you know, very big powerhouse companies within the industry. What do you feel like, do you, what do you feel like you have been able to do to kind of bring something new to the table and that kind of mental mindset, as I'm sure can sometimes creep in of like, oh, it's just like little old me, like trying to like make an impact. And it's just, it's not, I don't have this like whole giant team and, and all of this kind of, um, that maybe some other brands do, but how have you kind of been able to navigate through that dynamic? I think you sort of just answered the question. It's all about mindset. I think I can look at that as a positive, right? Like one, I like to have multiple things going on. I want to have feel like I'm having a, a full life of, mm-hmm. of my horses, my kid, my family, my hobbies, whatever, and my business. I don't want my business to take over my whole life. I want to have a really good work-life balance. And I've, I'm really able to achieve that at least right now, which is great. Um, and I think there's something powerful about viewing yourself as the underdog, but not looking at it as a disadvantage. Sure. You know, it is, it's little old me doing my thing. And like half the time I feel so goofy and like, I thankfully I have a little help on the media side. Now I work with a great media team and like there was a a noticeable, you know, improvement in my um, content and all that. But I used to feel so silly getting on there and like making a a story or, you know, whatever, like (laughs) being the face of it was so hard. Um, and obviously that's something that comes very natural to you, but I'm like, God, I'm just so goofy. I <laughs> so that was definitely hard, but just owning it, you know, I think yep. I just own it. And I want to, as we continue to, um, you know, get more ambassadors on our team and all that, as we all grow together, I really like the idea of underdogs, you know, let's help the the junior that needs a little help or 
needs a little support and let's grow together. I think that's really powerful. Um, and you know, it, it helps everybody. It's, it's a win-win. Right. When you think about the future of whether or not, what are you most excited about? I feel like there's so many possibilities and I get it all the time. People are like, do you have men's? Do you have kids? Do you do this? Do you fall seat? And I'm like, ah, not yet. It's yeah. It's a <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I want to get there and I want to do all of those things and I want to have more colors and, and, you know, I'd love to grow it into a full line. Like you said, there's so much competition in the equestrian apparel space. I swear I'm in the equestrian britches um, business. And I, every day I'm like, Oh, I've never heard of that company before. I know. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. But just, you know, I'm more interested in running our own race. You know, I, there are people that are copying and trying to do the same thing and that's fine. They're going to do what they're going to do. We did it better. Um, and I'm confident saying that. So mm-hmm. it's all good. You know, it's, we're running our own race and we're here to support riders and, you know. Right. And there, that's just confirmation that there was a need for your product. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you feel like is something that you are passionate about in the industry that you feel people either don't talk a lot about or don't know enough about? I'm going to say retirement. Mm. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I always was able to have my own horses um, over the years. And I had a lot of them. Um, I was really, really lucky. And I was even more lucky to be able to keep them for their entire lives. As I mentioned before, you know, they live on the property with us. I can look at one at night check and be like, you don't, you don't feel good. And I don't like this. And it'll just be like a look in their eye, you know, no clinical Mm. or anything, but it's so nice to know them that well. Um, I don't get the luxury of ride. I mean, there's one I could ride, but he's a little bit mental. So we don't do that. Yeah. Um, But you know, just being able to support them, for the rest of their lives and give them everything that they deserve. They've done so much for me over the years. Um, it's, it's really fulfilling. It's hard because it's hard to watch them get older and have issues, mm-hmm. you know, know when the right time to say goodbye is that's never easy, but it's really a blessing to get to share my life with them. Definitely. Yeah. That's a great one. I just thought of another question because you know, we, we work together and I've been able to, uh, really create some, I feel like fun content around this amazing phenomenon of these waterproof breaches. Um, but what are some of your like most frequently asked questions? Like, what do you feel like you have people, either people looking into, um, investing in a pair of your breaches or already have a pair? What, what do you feel like is kind of the buzz around them that you get most often? Most of the time it's, what do they feel like? Like, do mm-hmm. am I going to feel like I'm putting a rain jacket on my legs? I'm like, no, absolutely not. You know? <laughs> and I think that's a little bit lost too, is they're really made for every day. They just, you have that added benefit of, listen, if it starts to pour or, you know, the morning coffee goes a little awry or you're in the, uh, the wash stall giving a bath, you're fine. You know, it's yeah. it could be rain. It could be water. It could be coffee. It could be wine. I've done it. Um, <laughs> it, you know, they're, they're made for every day. They're made for all of your issues riding, um, yeah. which is great. And it's, they're comfortable and they do not feel like rain jackets. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I also was imagining in my head before I physically had them that they were going to be 
thick because I'm like, you'd think they would like have to, to have some sort of like barrier. Or I know that there's like, you know, that kind of like waxier material that obviously water runs off of. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And then it'll literally be like, I'm in like a garbage bag. You'll like, or like, you know, like one of those like waist trainers that you like take it off and you're just like covered in sweat. Um, But I, but then I was so pleasantly surprised because I feel like on a scale of like thin riding leggings to like, maybe your, your average, like, you know, like tailored sportsman breeches I feel like they run they run on like the very current thinner tech breeches like they're not like thin thin like riding leggings but they are like very much at your you know like your your high-end um European brand breeches that are thin but they still have shape to them um and they still obviously have all the components that breeches do like pockets and belt loops and and a closure and and that sort of thing so i think that was probably what i was uh well i'm gonna have to say tie with pleasantly surprised because i still didn't quite believe until i physically saw the water running off and and then i obviously tried it with other things and like poured poured my the rest of my iced coffee out and like did all these things so i'm like there's no way and i was like so nervous with my the white breeches of yours that i was like oh my gosh like i can't do anything but water and i'm like what the heck i'm gonna do it and it's just like oh so crazy how it just completely runs off so i think that's amazing i've showed people at my barn i feel like anytime i post anything about it people are just like blown away so yeah i just think that it's such an exciting concept that is one of those things where it's like duh like obviously breaches should be waterproof like they just should be so i'm just like i'm so proud of you that that was um one of those like duh no-brainer products that not many people if anyone were doing and you stepped in and made it happen Oh, thank you. It was it was certainly a journey and a journey we're still on, but we're loving every minute. So totally. Do you travel around much um, with whether or not equestrian? Are you at horse shows or things like that for anyone listening, looking to learn more about your breeches or grab a pair? Where Where's the best place for them to go? So the best place to go is our website or our social media. Um, and our website is wonequestrian.com. Um, our handle on Instagram is the same one W O N equestrian. And actually you should uh, sign up and follow and do all the things. Cause we're going to turn one soon next month. Nice. And, uh, you know, we might do some fun things for people, which also is really fun as a small business. You, I mean, like I hold all the cards. I could just be like, give a bunch of stuff away. Like this yeah, is awesome. we're having a sale. <laughs> That's crazy. We're turning one. So, you know, sign up and follow along, but for right now, I do have retailers. Um, and again, like we spotlight them on our social media. I don't do too much traveling because I have a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost two and it's a little bit wild, but we do make some appearances. <laughs> we went on That's the lead amazing. line circuit. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time. I am a huge fan of whether or not equestrian. I think you have and continue to do amazing things and I'm excited to continue to watch the journey. I'm excited to get more breeches colors, hopefully around the bend. Um, But thank you for all you're doing for the industry and I wish you all the best. Oh, thank you. And same to you. 
All right, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next week.